Greetings in Jesus' name. This is a very special privilege uh, for me again to bring to you the Word of God. As found in Psalm 121, verse 1 to verse 8. It is very comprehensive to understand that God is one, but He has revealed Himself in humanity 2,000 years ago. God became man in order that man can have relationship with God. Today, from Apostle Meditation, I call upon your attention on Psalm 121, verse 5. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. This is the verse for investigation. But I'm stuck at one phrase, the Lord. And I want to reveal to you that the word the Lord represents divinity in humanity. How God who is one took on humanity, became the God-man, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ said, at this ascension, He gave us the greatest gift when Jesus says, I will give you another comforter. The temporality of God, meaning the humanity of Christ, was taken out because you could not be everywhere at one time. But God and Spirit can be everywhere, every time. So Psalm 121 as the numerology one to one represents that God is one. But God has allowed by his divine wisdom and self-revelation became two. Jesus is called the Emmanuel, God with us. So God took on humanity so that God can be present with man. Therefore, we, the believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and any human person can have a relationship with the God-man and have a relationship with God. Therefore, I want to share with you, I think God is unseen, but present. 2,000 years ago, God took on presentation. God took on form. God took on location. Means he came to a dusty old city, Nazareth, called the one set aside for God. And today, for my personal meditation, I share with you that God is unseen, but He is present in our world today. Psalm 121 verse 5, The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. Let's review the verse for, new, for mental clarity and mental stability to counter of all psychological sicknesses during this current state of disaster. COVID-19 has caused a great disaster for man because not only is it associated with death, 
but it introduced a psychological explosion of mental sickness. It is rightfully de decided that COVID is the dispensation of fear. The pandemic of fear has been catapulted to a different dimension. COVID-19 is both death, but also it is the pandemic of fear. People are in mental bondage today. People are mentally crippled, and fear has compromised the the immune system. But but let us let us do an investigation of the word the Lord. The Lord, this phrase represents the identity of God with special emphasis on God the Holy Spirit. Psalm 121 represents unseen God yet present, God the Holy Spirit. In the Godhead are three identifiable personalities or characters, namely, one, God the Father, two, God the Son, three, God the Holy Spirit. Remember, God is one, as per Deuteronomy 6 verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. So, the numerology of Psalm 21 is 1 to 1, God is one. But for the benefit of man, God took on humanity, he became a dual personality. He is the, called the God-man. He is God in that he is God. And he took on humanity that he can have fellowship with man. Why? So that by faith in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we can have fellowship with the unseen God through the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And at the ascension, uh, humanity was taken out of the equation, and what happens? God goes to his original faith as one, God the Holy Spirit. Unseen, yet he is visible in your world and is visible in my world. How do I know that? You can feel God the Holy Spirit. He changes the atmosphere. At the moment when I was taken hostage in my home 25 years ago, I said, and I made a declaration, the blood of Jesus is against you. What happens? The atmosphere changes. I may not see God the Holy Spirit with my naked eye, but you can sense and feel that the atmosphere has changed. So God is invisible to my naked eye, but I can, I can sense his presence. He gives peace amidst a storm. Regarding God the Father, the Apostle Paul states clearly in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 6, Yet for us there is but one God, the Father, from whom are all things, and we exist for Him. Clearly stated by the Apostle Paul, the greatest apostle after Jesus, he says, God has been identified as God the Father. He is the cause and the reason for the entire universe to exist. He created all things, and all things come from him, and we, we exist 
for him and for his glory. Furthermore, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 6, speaks of God the Father. Listen to this. One God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Represent that God exists locally, but also globally. He is global, but it's also local. It means God is available. We can call upon the name of God, and He is available. He can come into your situation. He can come into your life. You call upon the name of Jesus, and God will come. So, unseen God basically and represents clearly that He is the global God. He, he is both here, there, and everywhere. He's the universal God. So, God the Father. is the reason that heaven and earth exist. Something different. Remember, God is one. God has never seen. Regarding God the Son, Scripture states the following, as found in the under-mentioned Bible text. 1 Timothy 2 verse 5. For there is one God and one mediator, also between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 8, verse 6b, one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we exist through him. Regarding God the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13, states clearly, For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free. And we were all made to drink of one Spirit. Throughout Bible history, one God has revealed himself for the benefit of humanity. For the benefit of humanity. God has revealed himself in three identifiable personalities. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. It has been said of God the Father. Now I want to look at God the Father in particular. One, God the Father was never seen but as per John chapter 1 verse 18 and John chapter 6 verse 46, it reveals something about God the Father. John 1 18, no one has ever seen God. Referring to God the Father, the only God who is at the Father's side, He has made Him name known. So, Jesus Christ is the God-man. He is God in that he is equal with the Father. That's why he says, no one has ever seen God. The only God who is at the Father's side means from his divinity, Jesus says, I am from the Father because we are one. So God the Father, as per Bible history, has never been seen. John chapter 6 verse 46 gives an elaborate explanation 
it connects with John chapter 1 verse 18. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except he who is from God, he has seen the Father. This is the person of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ says, he says to the Pharisees and the Sadducees, uh, before Abram was, I am. He speaks from his divinity, not from his humanity. John chapter 6, verse 46, represents that this verse speaks about the, the, the divinity of Jesus. He says, not that anyone has seen the Father, except he who is from God, he has seen the Father, the person of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is he's called the God-man. He is divine and human in one person. Secondly, of the Father, God the Father, although never seen, he was occasionally heard of in Scripture. We see the first incident where God the Father, unseen, yet he was heard of, it was at the baptism of Jesus. The place of the baptism of Jesus was the Jordan River. That is the place where John the Baptist was preaching the kingdom of God is at hand. So he speaks about the kingdom and not a religion. Jesus Christ is not the representative of religion, but he's the representative of the kingdom of God. That's why he's the king of the kingdom, and we are the subjects of this kingdom. Now listen to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 3, verse 17. Remember, I state point one. God the Father was never seen, as per John 1, verse 18, and John 6, verse 46. Point two, I say, God the Father, although never seen, yet was he heard of. His voice was heard. And the first point where God was manifested as per his voice was at the baptism of the Son. At the baptism of Jesus by John the Baptist at the Jordan River as per Matthew's Gospel 3 to 17. And behold, a voice from heaven said this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. God is now revealing himself, the unseen God comes out of his hiding place, cannot be seen visibly, but he can be heard audibly. And it says, behold, now this is the word behold represents something startling, something never heard of, a voice from heaven. And a voice made a declaration. This is my beloved son, representing the person of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with whom I am well pleased. Representing the fact that Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the Christ, the, the long-awaited Savior of the entire universe. So Jesus Christ is not just a prophet. He's not just a priest. He's not just a king, but he is God revealed. 
it represents the incarnation that God took on humanity so that man can come to God and God can have fellowship with man and man can have fellowship with God. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, whom I am well pleased. John uh, 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. The word Son represents the only begotten of the Father. God who took on humanity enables man now to come to God because we have a permanent representative in the presence of God, the God-man, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. On a second occasion, whereby the unseen God was revealed by an audible voice was on the Mount of Transfiguration. As per Luke chapter 9, verse 35. Listen to this. A voice came from the cloud. Now the, the word cloud represents hiding, hidden, unseen, saying, this is my son, whom I have chosen, listen to him. So Jesus Christ is now being endorsed by God the Father as the only representative appointed by heaven for man. So therefore there's salvation in no other but their salvation in the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. A voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son, whom I have chosen. Listen to him. So Jesus Christ has been chosen of the Father. Secondly, the Father now gives us a clear mandate, a clear instruction that Jesus Christ, he must be listened to. That's what Jesus says, no man goes to the Father except through me. Therefore, I can confidently declare, as per scripture, that God the Father was first never seen. Two, but God the Father was both heard of at the baptism of Jesus, at the Jordan River, and heard of at the Mount of Transfiguration, when Jesus was transformed in the presence of his disciples. Three, the words, the cloud, or the phrase, the cloud, represent that God is hidden from the physical or naked eyes of man. Four, the phrase, the cloud, confirm that although God is unseen, it does not mean God is not a reality in the entire universe. God has never abandoned the entire universe with special emphasis to the human race, planet Earth. So God the Holy Spirit is present in our world today, yet we cannot see him because he has by his own volition hide himself because no man can see God in love. But because of his mercy and redemptive protection, we are alive, yet we are protected by the unseen God. Consequently, Scripture confirms about God the Father. 1 Corinthians 8 verse 6 again. All things were created by him, and we exist for him. So believer, you do not exist for yourself. We are existing 
for the benefit of God. We are the crown glory of God's creation, so we exist for Him. As per Ephesians chapter 4 verse 6, God the Father is over all. God the Father is through all, and God the Father is in all. So we see in about the Father that He is He is unseen, yet He was heard of. He is the reason that the universe exists. All things were created by Him, and we exist for Him. God the Father is over all, through all, and in all. I want to further explain the numeral the numeral number 121 it is further declared in scripture of god the son as per first timothy 2 verse 5 a the son comes from the father remember in the previous verse we heard that uh, a voice came from the cloud this is my son. Listen to him. Now, First Timothy 2.5 says, 1. The son comes from the father. 2. The son is appointed as mediator between God and man and between man and God. 3. The son is identified as the man Christ Jesus. The, the, the name Christ represents or refer to divinity. The name Jesus referred to his humanity, so Jesus Christ is the God-man. As for 1 Corinthians 8 verse 6b states clearly, Jesus Christ is Lord. It means he is the sovereign one of the entire universe. He is God, although we cannot see him. So as per 1 Corinthians 8, 6b, it clearly defines, 1, Jesus Christ is Lord. 2, all things exist because of Him. 3, and that we exist because of Him. In order for God to become the mediator between God and man, something happened in God, what happened? God, there's a change in God. Unseen God now takes on humanity to be visible, to be located at a specific place. 2,000 years ago, God took on humanity, even though He is divinity, per, per essence. What happened? One, God the Son, fully God, took on humanity. He was, he was given birth to by Mary. So he took on flesh. He took on location. He took on locality. He came to a special place. Nazareth in Bethlehem. The place of bread. Remember what this is? I am the bread of life. Two, God who became man, took on flesh, took on location, through the virgin birth, and received a name Jesus. Three, 
Jesus as translated from the Aramaic or the Hebrew language means Emmanuel, God with us. Why God with us? In order to occupy the office of mediator between God and man and between man and God. So, in the person of Christ are two natures, divinity and humanity. Therefore, Christ is equal with God in that he is God. Christ is equal to man in that he is man. That's why it's called the God-man. So we see God the Father was never seen but heard of at the baptism of Jesus and at the Mount of Transfiguration. But there's something happened with the second person of the Godhead, God the Son. God took on humanity. He took on location, meaning he left heaven for earth. He dwelled amongst man so that man can see him, man can touch him, man can hear him, and we can have a conversation with him. That's why even through prayer, we can have a conversation with the God-man who is the permanent man in the presence of God. That's why man can come to God because God came to man. Now what's amazing is that God can become a man, but man can never become a God. COVID-19 reveals that man's desire, man's behavior, he wants to be a God. He creates a pandemic, he creates a virus, he creates a problem, and then he wants to medicate the problem. That's evil. Man can never be God, but God has proven that God can become a man, the God-man, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I received this word of knowledge in, I think it was in 2016. And while I was busy at a special function, as I was speaking to motivate and to encourage, these words was thrown into my spirit, referring to the person of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The God-man, he who left heaven for earth so that he can take earth to heaven. He who came from upstairs, downstairs. Why? To take those downstairs, upstairs. God, first and foremost, came into my world. So that today, the world can come up to God. What a benefit, what a blessing. That in the person of Christ dwells two natures, God and man. So that... The man called Jesus can bring man to God. And God, who becomes a man, can have fellowship with man in that he is God. Therefore, the ascension established this reality for every man who believes in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. One, there is a man permanently in the presence of the unseen God the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Two, Jesus is the God-man so that as mediator, he is equal with God in that he is God. And he is equal with man in that he is man. Therefore, he is the, he's the as the Father says, this 
is my son. Listen to him. Why? He's the God man. He represents God for man on the earth. Now today, Jesus Christ is with the Father so that man can come to him and he mediates between God and man and man and God. Jesus is the God man so that as mediator, he's equal with God in that he's God. He is mediated because he's a man. A mediator must be a man. It must be a man. And we know that Jesus Christ is that mediator. He, God took on humanity to mediate between God and man and man and God. In the mediation, point three, the mediator must be approved by God and man alike. Point four, the mediator must be equal to both. To settle the dispute that exists between God and man. Five, at the cross, the God-man Jesus died in the place of man because man could not pay the price for sin. Six, Jesus, as the sacrificed lamb of God, paid on behalf of man the full price. God the Father accepted the payment for sin by the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the God-man. Seven, sin was judged on the cross. Therefore, Jesus Christ is mediator for every man before the Father. That's why man cannot go directly to the Father. They must go via our mediator, the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's why... The activation code for divinity in humanity, Romans 10, verse 13. Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Means that at, at when we call upon the name of Jesus, when we call the name Jesus, there's a reverberation in the entire universe. There's a shake-up in heaven. And as the mediator of God and for God, he Pay the price for all men on the cross. The implication of Jesus and his large words for the benefit of you and me on the cross is so gigantic. It's so amazing. He uttered these large words. It is finished. And, and it is very beneficial for this time of COVID-19 that we need to look at the benefits of the words, it is finished, or in the Greek, tetelestai. Jesus says, tetelestai. Now somebody uh, revealed the other day the meaning behind this Greek word. Somebody recently said that tetelestai has been known in the ancient history as an accounting term meaning paid in full. But it's paid and filled full on three levels. Not just on one, but on three. One, your debt is fully paid. I want you to know that when you listen to my meditation today, that and if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, then Jesus Christ paid something that it was impossible for men to do. He paid the price and resolved the, 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 the dispute between God and man. So one, your debt 
is fully paid. Two, your sentence is fully served, meaning our criminal record was expunged or our criminal record by the blood of Christ was blotted out, was totally covered by the blood of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What a benefit, what a blessing. Let us give praise to the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, he came from upstairs, downstairs, not to destroy us, not to reject us, but in order that faith in him, he will take us upstairs. Three, it's a military term. The military meaning the battle is fully won. On the cross, Jesus completed, nullified the forces of darkness. He fought our battle. What was impossible for us to do, he, he made possible. And now we see that God the Father is unseen, yet he was heard on two occasions at the baptism of Jesus and at the Mount of Transfiguration. But we see something else of God the Son. He became visible. He became present at a specific location 2,000 years ago. He dwelt in Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and Judea. He met with people like John the Baptist, and he invited 12 men to become his disciples. So he was touched, heard of, seen, and there was fellowship. But he came for one purpose. He came to be the mediator for heaven between men. He's the God-man. Finally, something on the third person of God, of, in the Godhead, God the Holy Spirit, as per 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 13. One, every believer is baptized into the body of Christ through the agency of God the Holy Spirit. Two, God the Holy Spirit bridges the divide between Jews and Greeks where the slaves are free and we are called believers in Christ which is called the body of Christ. As the body of Christ God the Holy Spirit activates all the benefits for our protection as per Psalm 121 from verses 1 to verse 8. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills, whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. So here we have today in 2021, God the Holy Spirit unseen gift. He is the universal reality in the entire universe. I say you may not see him, but it doesn't mean that God doesn't exist. God existed from before Adam until today. Therefore I say, God the Holy Spirit, unseen, yet he is present here, there, and everywhere. Psalm 121 verse 3, he will not suffer that foot to be moved. What does the Holy Spirit do in the world? He protects us against the unseen traps that may harm or kill us. COVID-19 is an unseen trap, but he came to neutralize it, and he prevents us from death. So God the Holy Spirit is your protector, even though we cannot see him. Psalm 121 verses 3 and 4 
God the Holy Spirit neither slumber nor sleep. You see, Jesus says that God is spirit. Now, spirit cannot sleep. You and I sleep. We enjoy sleep. Sleep is a benefit for our recuperation of our physicalities and our, and our stabilities. But what a blessing. When we sleep, God the Holy Spirit is awake, alive, present to protect you and to protect me. Psalm 121 verse 5, God the Holy Spirit is our shade. The word shade represents unseen presence. Yet, God is present to protect. This, is, this, is, this calls for uh, extreme faith. You've got to believe that God exists before the creation of the world. That, that God who is one and God that is unseen took on location. It means he became, he took on humanity to be the mediator between God and man. But when Jesus left, Jesus gave us a resounding promise. I will never leave you as orphaned. I will give you another comforter, God the Holy Spirit. Therefore, God the Holy Spirit is unseen, but is present in our world today. Psalm 121 verse 6, God the Holy Spirit will protect us against natural disaster. The sun will not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. God the Holy Spirit will protect us whether it's day or night. God the Holy Spirit will protect us whether it's there is heat or cold during weather patterns. Psalm 121 verse 7, God the Holy Spirit protect us against all kinds of evil, whether it is seen or unseen evil. Unseen evil, COVID-19, whether known or unknown, whether above or below, God the Holy Spirit is present to protect us. Psalm 121 verse 8. This is, I call it, comprehensive grace. God the Holy Spirit guarantees our protection while we are in the land of the living. From the moment of our birth until the day of our death, God the Holy Spirit is at birth, but it's also when we pass over to the other side. So he's going to be, he's going to be present at our passing, but whenever we close our eyes this side, he awaits us on the other side, because he is Invisible doesn't mean that he's absent. He's present in our world today. In closing, I say, I'm convinced that God has throughout human history never abandoned the believer from the day of Adam until this very moment. Remember the promise as contained in the book of Philippians 1 verse 6, being confident of the thing. He that begun a good work in you and in me will carry it on to completion until the day of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is Dr. Kevin Williams for Death Postponed Ministries. I, I hope that you will enjoy for mental clarity and stability uh, the numeral Psalm 121. God is one. Unseen, yet for our benefit, he became a man. He took on humanity. And at the ascension, when the, the visibility, the tangibility was taken out, God goes back to who he is, spirit, get. He's unseen. But it doesn't mean that he's absent from the world. 
you call upon the name of Jesus and God will be with you. God's peace be with you in Jesus' name. Amen.